Welcome to the Transcend Human Podcast. I'm Daryl McMullen, and this is a show dedicated to understanding the human condition, the impact it has on us, how we respond to it, how we can exceed the expectations and limitations of this world, in essence, how we can level up and live lives that serve a higher purpose. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Transcend Human Podcast. We are here on a Monday, August 17th, and we are still in the Controversy Theory series. However, this is the last episode. You are here on an amazing day where we wrap everything up uh, and move on from this topic that we've been talking about now for, oh, I don't know, 17 weeks, I think. So it's pretty crazy, and I, I just thank you for for being with me, for deciding to join us uh, here on this journey. And I just I just really hope that you've got something out of this, that it's been helpful, uh, that you've been able to share it with somebody who found it helpful. Um, I know one of the main reasons why I wrote Controversy Theory was, you know, a struggle I was going through in my own life and really needing to figure some things out for myself. And so, you know, really the the journey that I went on in writing it was to figure things out for myself. And so if, if another person can listen to this information or, or read through this information and be able to apply it to their life the way that I applied it to mine, that's just, it's just icing on the cake. So that's great. Uh, let's dive into a minute of transparency. Uh, I was just going to touch on the coronavirus situation today and just kind of where we're at. Uh, you know, we are quite a few months into this now, and I don't know about you, uh, you know, where you live, how things are for you in your community, um, but things, you know, things here, we had the second wave of coronavirus come through, the second set of um spiking numbers and so obviously everything shut back down again all of the unfortunately all of the small businesses that you know struggle the most through this whole thing were shut back down again uh, you know bars small businesses nail salons hair salons things like that that you know there's just a lot of those that are not going to recover i don't i don't think and so those are the things that got shut back down. Some of the school sporting activities that were supposed to go on in the summer, those shut down. And here we are, you know, school is supposed to start in a week or two. And here we are with things shut back down still. Um, school is going to be online. It's it's just it's this whole different way of living. It's this whole different life that none of us really imagined ever happening. And, you know, I think... The sad thing is, over time, we're going to start to get used to it, and we're just going to make it work, right? We're just going to live our lives however we can in the in the situation. But it's just sad that it that it got to this level and that it has to be this way. Uh, I mentioned school starting. You know, that's that's going to be something that impacts us in our home pretty pretty significantly. Uh, you know, we're going to have five people in the house. You know, two full time workers three full-time students, two of those are in college. And so, you know, the 
the level of work is just going to be ramped up and the I'm assuming the use of the internet, the use of Zoom for calls for school and for work, it's it's just going to be at a fever pitch, you know, most of the week. And so for me, I'm looking at potentially uh, going back into the office two, maybe three days a week um, when school starts, just to help ease the burden of of things at home. So I'm just, you know, I'm just curious for you, you know, how that's going to look and and how things are going for you. If you're one of those people that that actually leaves the house and has to go into work, or if, like me, you've been able to do the bulk of your work at home. Um, and yet now it's a, a whole different thing with school starting with kids and all of that. So we'd love to hear about that and just hear, you know, how people are surviving across the country uh, and around the world, actually. So that's our minute of transparency. Uh, today's episode, we are talking about applying controversies theory. So last week we talked about um, the human condition is controversy related and really spent a fair amount of time walking through the fact that the controversy exists, you know, what's the big impact on us uh, as humans. And so that ends up being the human condition, which is involved in, in everyday, everyday life, all of our experiences, our medical condition, our, our mental health, all of those things. And so today we're just taking that understanding of the world, the the fact that we understand the human condition is controversy related, and we're going to apply that to our lives. So today's episode, Applying Controversy Theory, we're going to talk through, one, beginning to experience the world through the controversy filter, and then number two, we're going to talk a little bit about conscience-driven therapy. Number one, beginning to experience the world through the controversy filter. So when I was writing controversy theory, uh, something changed in me. There was literally a switch that was flipped in the way that I looked at the world. Um, Before controversy theory, I would say that I was very focused on my path in life. So I was very focused on me, very selfish. Uh, I wanted what I wanted to get out of the world. Things had to go my way. I I was into working hard because I would get rewarded for that, right? So working hard to get what I deserved and doing all the right things so that the right things would come my way. However, this line of thinking, like I said, is very selfish and it ignores the fact that there are things like Murphy's Law and there are laws like good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. Uh, you know, and, and it basically fails to address the elephant in the room, which is the controversy. But as I wrote, I began to build on this concept of the controversy, right? So God and Satan fighting over me um, for my allegiance. And at some point, that switch flipped. I began to realize that the world didn't revolve around me. And if anything, we all live in a very fragile place between a ruthless dictator bent on revenge and a loving creator balancing freedom of choice with his desire to rescue and protect us. Let me read that one more time. We all live in a very fragile place between a ruthless dictator bent on revenge and a loving creator balancing freedom of choice with his desire to to rescue and protect us. And when I started to view the world this way, um, I started using this filter 
and everything changed. Now, some of you may be thinking, whatever, dude, it had nothing to do with controversy theory. You were simply going through the maturation process and you were growing up. Everyone is selfish when they're younger. And, you know, you just reached that point where you started looking outside of yourself. And I would agree there was some level of that. But I would also say that there are some people who never grow up. There are some people who never go through that process, right? Um, I'm sure you know people just like I do, people who live their entire lives thinking that the world revolves around them. You know, very selfish people who believe in things like survival of the fittest, dog eat dog, uh, you know, in order for me to get mine, you can't get yours, you know, concepts like that. And the sad truth about me is that this is probably the type of person I would have become without controversy theory. Now, it's that important to me, which is why I'm trying to share it with you and all of the people that you share it with. So this is going to sound a little strange when I say it this way, but, but I need to say it this way. So first, I don't want you to have the exact same experience that I had because of controversy theory. However, I definitely don't want to hold it for myself and not offer you a similar experience one that opens your eyes, one that allows you to begin experiencing the world through the controversy filter for yourself. So let's get practical. Uh, what does it mean to view the world in this way, through the controversy filter? Well, it really comes down to this. First, understanding that we live in a fallen world, one that is infected with a sin virus. And then two, understanding that even though the world is heading toward destruction, we have value and purpose within ourselves. So let's look a bit closer at each of these. First of all, the impact of the sin virus. So the sin virus really impacts us on three different planes, if you will. The first is a physical, physical plane. So the physical impact is the impact that the sin virus has had on our planet, a planet that was created to be perfect, where every system interfaced perfectly with the next, creating a symbiotic relationship free from friction, deterioration, decay, or chaos of any kind. God created the world as a masterpiece of sorts, like a fine painting, a sculpture that stands the test of time. But the sin virus hit Earth and started a chain reaction. Something was thrown out of whack and suddenly everything changed. Human behavior has also changed the planet. It looks a whole lot different now, uh, now that we've been on it for a while. Technology, manufacturing, production, exponential growth, deforestation, pollution, poor resource management, and the list goes on and on and on. All of these things have pushed us farther down the path toward the end, a time when the earth will no longer be able to sustain us and falls apart for good. Next, the global impact. So sin has done a number on us as people groups. Right? Countries separated by color, race, ethnicity, religion, and good old-fashioned imperialism. And this separation leads to anger, hatred, war, enslavement, and even genocide. And all of this after being created by the same God, right? We're all created by the same God, a God who loves each and every one of us the same way. And yet we treat each other at times as if we're enemies. And this is part of the sin virus that gets into each and every one of us, that feeling inside that you are better than someone else because of your education, your color, your gender, the car you drive, the money you have in your bank account, 
the zip code you live in, etc., etc. Right? It's it's that feeling you get when you see somebody else struggling, and you think to yourself, "Well, at least it isn't me." Or worse yet, when you see someone struggling and you say, well, that's sad. Why don't you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make something of yourself? You know, these are the thoughts and feelings that grow inside of each of us. And they wind up in our thinking, in our governments, uh, you know, people leading the policies and the laws and the international relationships or lack thereof in our country. And finally, we have the personal impact. So we just talked about the way this virus takes root in each of us and how it can lead to the global problems we see in the world today. But the sin virus is also a very personal thing for each and every one of us. We each experience the human condition, right? We're born with human nature. We experience human suffering. And each of us has a varying level of human disturbance, which is problems with our thinking, cognitive distortions that keep us from seeing things clearly, problems with our behaving, so making choices, forming habits, and developing character that leads us into difficulty and pain, and the struggle that exists when we experience feelings that are painful or uncomfortable. Feelings like anger, fear, anxiety, depression, or feelings like low frustration tolerance or being out of control, all of these stem from the existence of the sin virus. Next, But we do have a purpose and value. So if you spend too long looking at the negative elements of the sin virus, it can get overwhelming. You can become numb and just go along for the ride, making the best of a bad situation. Or maybe you've thought, what's the point? We're just pawns living in a universal game of chess. But this is exactly where Satan wants us. He wants us thinking that there's nothing more we can do and that we're nothing, that we're not valuable, no more valuable than animals roaming on a lost planet, and that our sole purpose in life is to take what we can get, try to be happy and comfortable in the world for the short time that we have. And I think he's done a pretty bang-up job on that. I mean, this is really the way the world operates right now. You know, you could illustrate it by painting a mountain of people all climbing over each other in an attempt to get to the top of the pile only to have somebody come along behind you, grab you, and push you back down under the pile. But God has been there all along, whispering the truth about each and every one of us in the chaos. As we're running to and fro, trying to win in this world, he's whispering, you have value, each and every one of you. I created you. I love you like you love your own children. This will never change, so don't give up. And don't fall for the breadcrumbs Satan is throwing your way. These things will never fully satisfy you, and eventually they'll all go away. I created you, so I know what will satisfy you. It's a relationship with me, but it is up to you. I won't force you to come home. It has to be your choice. And next, you have purpose, each and every one of you. You are valuable and important right where you are. Each of you are a vote in the eternal election. Each of you has freedom of choice, the ability to choose between God or Satan. Which one do you want in office when the world ends? And once you've made your decision, you have a huge role to play in making the world what it becomes tomorrow. You can either feed into the chaos that already exists on the earth, or you can stand up with others like you and push back the darkness, speak truth into those around you, and help others see the value and the purpose in life as well. 
Number two, conscience-driven therapy. Now that we understand what it means to live in the with the controversy filter, uh, we need to talk about living in general. Because why? Well, living is hard. The human condition is not all ponies, roses, sugar, and spice. We can't just say, well, now that I understand that there's a controversy and that whole sin virus thing, everything will be good. I'll be able to navigate it when I see it. But it really isn't that easy. Human disturbance is a guarantee for each and every one of us. Sure, it will be on different levels and in different ways, but nobody escapes it. So how do we navigate life and the human disturbance that seeks to tear us down? Well, let me introduce you to conscience-driven therapy. I'm not going to tell you that it's the silver bullet. I'm not going to tell you that it's the only way. And I'm not even going to tell you that all other ways are bad. What I'm going to say is this. If you resonate with controversy theory, conscience-driven therapy is a simple, straightforward way to apply what you've learned to your daily life. It builds on the concept of controversy theory, and it offers real-life tips and tricks to successfully navigate the things you experience in life. It helps you make good choices, form good habits, and develop a character that will impact the world around you. It helps you deal with the human condition and human disturbance that you struggle with, things like anger, anxiety, depression, things like that. It helps you identify addictive personality traits and how to avoid getting hooked on something that can harm you long-term. It helps you identify Satan's game plan for your life and the personal temptation plans that he has implemented for you and how not to fall for these tactics. And finally, it helps you proactively chart their your course through your life, choosing to have an impact on life rather than allowing life to impact you. In an effort to be fully transparent, I'll tell you that that, uh, conscience-driven therapy has not even been written yet. After completing controversy theory, it was the next logical step, but it just didn't happen. Uh, Life got in the way, family got going, and it just was not high enough priority at the time for me to put the time and energy into it. Um, But it has been started, and uh, I have a complete table of contents fleshed out. Each chapter is outlined with the main topics to be discussed, but that's where it is at as of today. The good thing is that uh, the Transcend Human podcast has really brought all of this back up again. I mean, when I started the podcast, it was very obvious that a lot of the topics I was coming up with, a lot of the things we were talking about, um, sounded familiar to me. And sure enough, a lot of the concepts I was talking about came from controversy theory. And so that's why we went back and walked through the entire book of controversy theory together. And then in the future, I'm sure a lot of the topics that I'm going to cover on the Transcend Human podcast will be things that will eventually be included in conscience-driven therapy. They're just, they all just kind of dovetail together um, and come out in a way that is helpful on that, on that plane. So, so let's land the plane. Speaking of planes, um, what I want you to do this week is to ask yourself the following questions. How do you view the world around you? Have you started to view it through the controversy filter? Can you see the impact that the sin virus has physically, globally, and on you personally? Do you know how valuable you are? And do you understand your purpose? And finally, 
Are you looking for next steps in living a life that can help you rise above the human condition? If so, just keep coming back to the show, right? The Transcend Human podcast. Each week, we'll keep creating content uh, to help you in this process. And who knows, at some point, you know, we might even walk through conscience-driven therapy someday. I absolutely love that we got to walk through this together. Um, I really hope that this was a helpful series and that you got a lot out of it. Um, I know it was super helpful for me uh, to go back through it. You know, here it is 20 years later after I wrote it. And it's been so fun to walk through it and, and to remind myself of the, the things that I had kind of walked through in my own life uh, back then. Uh, so the next up for us is we're going to jump back into our regular Transcend Human programming. Uh, in upcoming episodes, we'll attack random topics and one-off ideas, kind of the way we started things out. And I'm really looking forward to that, the freedom that comes along with that, you know, being able to create content off the top of my head based on, you know, the things that we're, we're dealing with in life and the things that are, are going on right here and right now. So thanks again for being here today. Um, looking forward to what the future holds, and I'm so glad uh, that you're here with us and willing to join us on the journey. So as always, everyone, keep transcending human. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Transcend Human podcast. For more information, you can go to transcendhuman.com, where you'll find ways to contact us and how to access social media channels. If you like the show, you can help us by doing the following. First, tell a few friends about the show. Uh, there's nothing better than word of mouth marketing. Second, you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, this will make it easier to find the show and encourage others to check us out. Uh, thanks again for subscribing, and we'll see you next time.